Did you ever wonder if it were possible to have great conversations in a relaxed and friendly environment? If you did, welcome to Hanging Out with Eluka on The Eclectic. The Eclectic is a weekly podcast where we discuss a variety of issues bordering on different aspects of life and its intricacies. So join us as together we embark on this journey towards making life-changing discoveries. Hi guys, hope you've had a splendid weekend. This is welcoming you to another exciting edition of Hanging Out with Eloka on The Eclectic. This week on The Eclectic, we shall be picking off from where we left off, discussing emotional intelligence. So, we'll go straight into the conversation. By the way, happy Valentine's Day. Hanging out with Eloka on The Eclectic. We invite you to join the conversation on various social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram at Eloka on The Eclectic. That is E-L-O-K-A-O-N-T-H-E-E-C-L-E-C-T-I-C. Drop your comments and let us know your thoughts on the subject currently on Focus. Send us an email to Eloka on The Eclectic at gmail.com if you have a story to share with us or any topic you would have us discuss here on The Eclectic. Welcome back from that short break. Uh, before we went on the break, we we're looking at um, the importance of emotional intelligence. And um, our guest talked about uh, it being very important and very necessary skill to have in your daily interactions uh, with people. Now, um, Sunny, you mentioned earlier... Um, about reaching out to a friend at a point where she was going through um, uh, emotional heartbreak and stuff like that. Okay? But then, what if you're in a situation where um, this friend was the one who reached out to you, okay? And then shared her problems with you. And for some reason, I... Well, for some reason... Uh, she she's no longer responsive haven't spoken to her the first time concerning whatever she was going through you know when next you try reaching out to her she's she's not responsive she's not really saying what's going on and stuff like that i asked this question because you talked about empathy and trying to get to know what your friends are going through and how best you can help them but in this case your friend reached out to you and told you the problem she was going through and then in your routine checks, you try to check on her and know how far um, she's coping with whatever she shared with you previously. And she's not, um, she's not forthcoming. Um, do you just leave that or do you still push and try? Because you made mention of people saying, uh, if you don't call me, I won't call. So how do you handle such a situation? For instance, you, 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 you build a trust bank and uh, people want to open up to you 
especially the issues that are personal to them when they trust you because okay. everyone is aware of not telling the wrong person their problems okay so if in my case if i reach out to my, if my friend reaches out to me one of the first things that must reflect in my response is that i am not making value judgments that's one error that we tend to do is to make judgment about their actions so let's say that somebody had done something wrong in my opinion and they're going through that emotional distress i would not point it out to them that they were wrong in that moment because pointing it out to that person pushes them back okay what i want to do is to find a solution you know the deed has been done whether they were wrong or right it has happened the, the focus for reaching out is to find solutions so we'll focus on solutions the person was from my response feel empathy oh this person is not judging me this person is not saying i've done something bad even if i think the person has done has made the wrong move because i want them to feel that i want them to get through that difficult period now when somebody is going through a difficult period one thing i did with the example i gave that i didn't mention earlier was that i asked after i spoke that how does she want this to be i know that i'll be tempted to call you regularly but i know you also need time to yourself so we agreed that okay she will be the one calling me if she needs to talk but i can send text messages so i did text messages every three days hi how you doing just checking on you if you're fine we need to talk remember that you can always call me so we reached that decision after that conversation so it meant that for the three four weeks later i was sending text messages she was calling me whenever she wanted to speak well what happened was that we maintained constant uh, interaction by sending text messages she respond i'm fine thank you for reaching out because I, I understood that but what she was going through would mean that at some point in time she does not just want she just wants to be left alone mm. so you know me asking that question in the first place already demonstrates but demonstrate empathy demonstrate yeah. an understanding of our emotions yeah so in different cases in different situations if it is friendship you, you know you should know your friends to an extent to ask them certain questions and it should be aware that before they even have to you know, in, in those situations uh please don't call me because it may sound offensive but because i was going to push it forward first it made it easier for her to say oh yes i have left to be left alone for a good period of time i'm going on social media i don't want anybody to know about this you can always reach out to me send me text messages i'll reply to somebody i'll call you yeah. assurance that in whichever form that they choose to use so you should say that okay you can call me once everything this i'll be doing the calls send me text messages i'll be doing it that way so understanding their emotions knowing what they may need will help you get them talking okay. mm. 
and when they are not talking you will always find ways to do it depending on the individual you are interacting with you know we are we are different so yeah and it's maybe the person does not even like phone calls before someone that does not like phone calls before it's going through that distress and you're trying to call they won't respond mm. you get it yeah so you should know who you are dealing with know what they want know what they want at that point in time how you walk around that okay okay now it seems like um emotional intelligence is a very important skill to have so um do people naturally have these skills or are these skills something one needs um to learn can they be learned yes they can be learned you uh, you may have it naturally okay you have to nurture it consciously okay you have to nurture it consciously and you you need to also learn about it what are the ways i can get better emotionally so for instance now i need to be more aware of myself i may decide to keep a journal because i'm taking note of the things that i do daily my thoughts and putting them down so me monitor my it's so and i take time sometimes to meditate so this thing can be learned i ask people to tell me what they think about what i have done actually i input on my wall and try to ask your friends to give input on the things you are doing whatever craft you are into you ask people to tell you uh, their thoughts about it sincere thoughts with the full assessment so you can also spend time to meditate our emotions have a habit of getting the most out of us so when you take time to when you slow down and you reflect on your actions you, it helps you manage those emotions better you are slow to react so you can learn that it may be that okay how, how do I get to slow down when I, I'm close to an emotional outburst for instance I may say okay I'll count 1 to 20 so before speaking I take that mental count 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 to 20 you know that's probably like 30 seconds I've calmed down I did not react almost immediately you see over time I continue to do that at some point I didn't need to do the count again because I know how to react already mm. so it means that I have learned that part of self-awareness so even if you had it naturally you have to continue growing you have to continue learning about it too. yeah you can have it naturally but you must also nurture it consciously by learning all right um finally actually uh when it comes to the application of emotional intelligence it's all it's all good and fine to say um you nurture the skills you learn it you should be able to do this you should be able to do that um all that is basically just in theory but then in practice when it comes to um applying uh emotional intelligence how would you say one can best apply emotional intelligence in um, in their dealings or relationship with people? Uh, the first thing is to know that if you are doing this thing, you 
you know, in the first stage, you, you try to itemize where you think you are feeling emotional. What, what are the emotional intelligence skills that I am lacking? So let me say that I am, I am quick to get angry and uh, I do not know how to manage my reaction when I have a disagreement. So these are the two things I want to work on in my emotional intelligence life. So you see that the next time I'm getting into a disagreement, I am mentally conscious that, okay, I don't want to repeat these things again. I am aware of what I want to do. You see, that consciousness is the foundation of getting better in application. Yeah. You, you have to be aware of the problem you want to solve. So they say the first stage of problem solving is find the problem. Now you have identified the problem. So I know that somebody can come now and provoke me to shout at them. You, you, you have done a check of the things that you feel at. Maybe you are easily provoked or you don't know how to reach out to people regularly. You don't know how to show them that you care about them. So one of the first things you decide to do is that, okay, every week I reach out to at least two friends of mine and check out their thing. Now, over a period of time, means that in four weeks, I've reached out to eight friends. I've spoken to them, talked about what they are doing, so as well as life, as family. I did that. Over a period of time, I formed that habit. If I'm easily provoked, I learned that to get better, I need to take charge of my emotions and not let my emotions take charge of me. So in, instead of being provoked in times where somebody provokes me, I withdraw. I I, I react calmly. But in the reaction in, in my reaction I am consciously aware of what I am doing. It's not like I'm stupid or I don't know what to do. But I am doing this because this is what I want this is how I want to respond to that situation. I don't want to be that person that is always emotional in their reaction. Now the this true part of it is that it is not a, it's not an easy process. It's not, it's not as simple as you say it. It's, really, it's easier to read it in theory, but in application to take time. So, just that conscious effort to get better. Understanding that it's a process. Some days you fall short again, some other days you do better. You know, the other time I mentioned you reflected. It means that daily you go back again and say, okay, these are the things that happened today. So, but this person tried to provoke me at work. He didn't get to me this time around. Oh, yes, I did well. Oh, I was not supposed to respond to that in that manner. I'll do better next time. So you, you do a self-assessment daily to see where you are doing better and where you are still falling short. You know, that helps you build consciousness in the application of the skills you have learned about emotional intelligence. As you make that deliberate and conscious effort to get better, over a period of time, you will notice improvement. So, mm. identifying the areas where you are falling short, the areas where you want to get better, is the first 
first stage and picking it one after the other, understanding that it's going to be a slow process and it will also take time to get it done. You do it deliberately, you do it consciously, you you you, you push for it, you know that you can also fall short even while trying to get better. Accept it and do better. So that's how you say that okay. I wasn't supposed to respond to that person that way. I wasn't supposed to treat that issue that way. Next time I'm going to do better, I'm not going to do it in that manner anymore. So mm. that's an effort you are making to get better and in applying the skills that you have learned theoretically. Mm. All right. That's, that's a very brilliant one. Very fantastic conversation we've been having with... Sunny Alausa Isa. So at this point, I would remind you that you can follow the Eclectic on Facebook and Instagram. That's Eloka on the Eclectic. That's E L O K A O N T H E E C L E C T I C. You can also send us a mail to elokonthecletic at gmail.com if you have any thoughts you'd like to share with us right here on the Eclectic. So, um, Sunny, before we let you go, would you have any final words for us? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, first, uh, well, do you advise for everyone struggling with emotional intelligence is that, one, you are not alone. We all have individual virtues. We have areas we want to get better at. We have things that we want to do better than we currently do. So first understand that it's, 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 you are not alone in that struggle. Reach out to people where you need to talk. One of the core qualities of an emotionally intelligent person is that they are able to express their emotions properly. Keeping certain emotions to yourself does not make you emotionally intelligent. Reach out to people, talk to people, ask for their input, ask for advice. These are ways to help you do better. Listen to other people's opinion. Even when you disagree with them, try to see things from other people's perspectives. Try to understand how they are thinking about things. Try to find out how you can improve relationships with your friends, your colleagues at work. Be open-minded. It's a process you commit yourself to. A period of time, you're going to get better at it. And skill of an emotionally intelligent person. If you listen empathetically, it helps you understand what the other person is saying. It, it gives you a proper, a fuller picture. So, you know, there, there's always this constant struggle within us when, when when we have a disagreement or a contrary opinion. That voice deep down is always pushing us to talk. So it, 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 it erodes our ability to listen because most times we get to... We, we, we are listening to respond, not listening to understand. So in your emotional intelligence journey, look at those things that you are not doing well, focus on doing better, give it time, give it time. Don't put yourself under too much pressure. If you are not doing something, give it time. Over a good period of time, you'll get better at it. Know that it's not a struggle you are in alone. Reach out to people where you need to talk, express your emotions where you have to. Your ability to express your thoughts, express your feelings well is one of the core areas of emotional intelligence. And over a period of time, you will notice changes and you'll be proud of yourself. 
All right, thank you very much, Sunny Alausa Isa, for doing this with me on the eclectic this week. I really do appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Nice being here. Okay then. All right, people. There you have it. Be emotionally intelligent. Be emotion. Be self-aware. Be empathetic, and do the best you can. So until next time, it's been hanging out with Eloka on the eclectic. On the eclectic. On the eclectic. On the eclectic.